Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beans on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM Channel One Fifty Four Holy Culture Radio. Happy Thursday to you, good people. I go by the name of DJ Focus, and it's your girl Dice Gamble. What's happening, sis? Yeah, you already know. Listen, this week is flying by. This is like zoom zoom. It's over. Zoom zoom. Right. Right. No. Listen. Just blessed to be alive. Blessed to be here. And super shout out to Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. I mean, I just love being here, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Just I do too with, as well. with, with, with everything. The news, the music, the interviews, the talk, the talks, all of it. And definitely the listeners, because we're nothing without you guys. Absolutely. So, yeah, thanks for indulging us and all of our rants <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. So, uh, once again, what, yeah. once again, you're tuned into the fix, and of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Mm-hmm. You know, we got another hot show. Dice, Dice, always uh, want to go on these uh, these hot little rants, these hot little rants. But this one is a uh, is a serious rant yeah. that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Um, of course, um, we're satting to even talk about stuff like this but of course we have to report uh dice you know what what are we, what's our main trendy topic today that's been going around i mean i think we definitely got to take a minute and uh, recognize the 18 children killed and the three adults that were wounded in the texas grade school shooting it's so sad and our hearts go out to all the families and everybody who's affected we just feel like we need to give we need to give them a little bit of airtime today to bring to light, you know, some things that are that are going on in, in the world. So that's what we're doing. We're going to talk about it. We're going to dig in. We're going to dig in. Yeah, we're definitely praying for all the families um, who, who lost who lost loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is just major, and, and, and it's sad that we continue to have to report and talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. things like this, specifically inside of schools and, and mm-hmm. you know with children involved. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to talk about that today. And listen, 
We uh, have an exclusive interview, too, as well with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, another female Come MC. You know what I'm saying, Dice? <laughs> Shouts out to our girl, Reese Lachey. Hey. Uh, I'll take you backstage with that backstage interview that was super dope. She has a powerful testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, she's just an overcomer. I appreciate um, her journey and her sharing her story. But just mm-hmm. Be, mm-hmm. having the courage to overcome all the obstacles she had to overcome. So you definitely want to keep it locked for that exclusive interview right here on the fix. And listen, you know, we, of course we're going to talk about a few other things, um, too, as well today. So you just want to keep it locked this next two hours. Take this ride with us. Listen, Kings and Queens, if you're getting up for work this morning, we pray, uh, you're getting ready to have a productive day. If you're riding into work, uh, get to work safe, love on somebody today. Listen, we're going to get into some music. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. What's good, family? It's your boy, DJ Focus, and you're now tuned into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. And listen, and we live in the A, man. Live in the A at the Infinity Musical Festival. And listen, I'm joined by one of the, I think she's one of the most underrated female CHH artists in the game. I'm going to say it. I think she's one of the most underrated bar for bar female CHH artist in the game. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I've been waiting for this exclusive. Right now, I'm joining my sis, Reese Lachey. What's good? Yes. Huh? Listen, that intro. Huh? That was dope. You've been doing it for a while, though. I so this great after that. You, you should. <laughs> You've been putting out solid stuff. And you, you, you made a little fuss about it, which you should have. Just saying, you know. The fruits of your labor should be recognized. And I do it in a way of... <laughs> I think I do it in a classy way, though. You do. You do. Okay. We're going to get to that. That's smoke. Look, look, y'all want to smoke already, but we, we got we'll get y'all there. Maybe share a little bit of your faith story with the people. Maybe how you develop your relationship okay. with Christ. Okay. So, I got saved back in 2013, man. I came... I have been into everything. So when it comes to reaching people, man, for me, it's like, ain't nobody unreachable. I have been a homosexual, come out of homosexuality. I was addicted to, you know what I'm saying? Drugs, women. I've been homeless. You feel me? I've, it's been a lot. Yeah. I gave my life to Christ in 2013 and it was miraculous stuff that I never I never thought got because I didn't believe in God you feel mm. me I didn't believe in him I didn't believe in him so when he finally got my attention he had to it was huge so yeah like it, it was it was a lot it was a lot so seeing the things that he did I didn't have a choice I came out of everything I had to because all I've been asking for is show me show me that you're real I don't believe you. You know what I'm saying? So when he did finally show me, I had I had to come out of it. Mm-hmm. But speak a little bit more to that, because I, I hear what you're saying. You had to, but you didn't. And I think a lot of people downplay the submission part. What was that moment where you finally submitted and said, you know what, Lord, I'm going to do it your way now. I've been doing everything I wanted to do. I'm going to do it your way now. And I was, I was broken. I was homeless. I ain't have nowhere to go. I was my my family. I'm from Louisiana originally. Moved to um, VA with uh, my grandmother, and then like I was cutting up so bad. She put me out. Mm. You feel me? So I'm on the streets. 
And I remember I, I went to church. I just went to church one day. And I hadn't been to church in like eight years. Mm-hmm. Went to church. I met this lady. And um, she invited me to come over to her house or whatever. I went to her house. And um, a few times we had like conversation. It was like, I thought she was an angel at first. <laughs> so she, um, she asked me, what do you think God is going to say when he comes back and he see you? And I was like, what you mean? She was like, well, he made you a woman, but you look like a man. I was like, I got offended. I got, I was like, what you mean? Like, he loves me. I am who I am. God made me this way. You know what I'm saying? A week later, I finally went back home to Louisiana, opened my Bible. Can I find the scripture? My virgin daughter, you will not come to me as a man. So, and that's, and that's what I want to, I'm trying to like, I'm going to almost get off the subject, Mm -hmm. but I hear a lot of people I tell that story sometimes and people are like, man, she wrong for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People don't like correction. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to change if there's no correct? Like, if there's nobody telling you, hey, this is wrong. And she didn't even say that. She was like, what you think he going to think? She didn't even say it was wrong. Right. So, so and, and to me, correction is big. When people tell me, yo, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen it. Like, I've seen for myself. Somebody corrected me. I got mad. I blew up. A week later. I said, you know what I'm saying? Like, my virgin daughter, you would not come to me as a man. So I was like, okay. So then the the transformation process started. Yeah. And I actually, like, again, I was broke. I was broke. I ain't have nothing. Everything that I had belonged to a man. And I moved with my aunt. She, um, I wanted to get baptized. So she told me, oh, it'd be so cool if you get baptized and you go down and you look like this, but you come back up and you like, look like a woman. And I was like, no, no, because I'm like, I don't, why would I do that? I got everything I have belonged to a man. So why would I come up looking like a woman? I'm not even ready for that. I ain't got no money to buy no clothes for. She was like, well, I'll buy you an outfit. No, an outfit. So tomorrow I'm going to look like a dude again. And um, that wasn't a good excuse because she said, well, I'm going to buy you an outfit anyway. We just get to my house, get clean out my attic. And she moved in that house. It got busted. It, the house got raided. Um, the person that lived in there, he was a drug dealer. He lived in there with his wife. Mm-hmm. So I went over there. She just moved in. Went over there, got in the attic. My little cousin outside right now, he was there. Mm-hmm. He was there. They Nobody was, everything that I was telling my people, they was like, okay, weirdo. The stuff that guy was doing. They was there. It was people there to see it. So I went up in the attic. First thing I saw was a wedding dress. I don't know what that means. But anyway, it was two huge bins. Mm-hmm. Like this big, the 50, 50 gallon mm-hmm. full of clothes. All my stuff. Everything. I'm talking about stuff I could never afford. Mm. No excuses. No. When when it's something that God wants you to do, he gonna get it done. He gonna get it done. When it's for him, mm-hmm. he gonna get it done. Let's talk about the fun stuff, then, man. Let's talk about this music. How did you even get into hip hop and want to do hip hop, especially Christian hip hop? Let's be real, because because I think you're very gifted. And even though you know, I, I get you changed your life. I think you could have went mainstream if you chose to. So, what made you want to do Christian hip hop? So I was already rapping okay. when I was in the world. I had my wipe it down remixes, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, and when I got saved, I was I that's where my heart was. I'm giving up everything. Okay. I was giving up everything. And I told my sister one day, I can't even rap no more. I wasn't mad about it. 
Because I, it was for God. I knew that in my music, I can't say all the stuff that I say because that's not God. And she said, why don't you just do Christian rap? And I was, I laughed. I'm like, what? What is that? Is that a thing? <laughs> like, because I am I really, like, came from, from, from right the world. Here, right, yeah. right, right, right. And then it ain't even, yeah, it right. ain't, we ain't even, it's still bad out there. But, I don't believe it. So, um, were you familiar with D1 at all? I think D1 from the No, I am no, I was fresh, bro. I got you. Ain't even thought about God. Got you. I was fresh. But so, um, when she said that, I was like, little snigger, little laugh. And then I went and Googled it and I saw, uh, the truth. Okay. I saw the truth on stage with Ty Tribbin and I was like, I could do that. I could do that for God. Then a, a few weeks later, I went to this church. One of my homies invited me to this church. I never been to the church. I didn't know the people. The people was from Texas. Mm-hmm. And um, the lady called me up in front of the church. And she was like, uh, your music. And I was like, she was like, your music is words of warfare. And I was like, what? Because I hadn't even started making music yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She said, your music is words of warfare. I didn't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what warfare meant. Until I'm gonna tell you the truth, I didn't know what what she said me until I dropped my last project on my birthday last, uh, in January. Mm-hmm. Because I'm all and, and and it hit me when I thought about it the last time. I'm like, God, why am I always going through stuff? Why 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 every time I turn around, it's something. It's always something. Mm-hmm. Why? Because your music is words of warfare for it. them. You gotta go through it. Cause if you don't, then where's gonna come? And I always and I can never write. I can't write happy songs. Like if it's just happy, like about any, I can't write about anything. Mm-hmm. I can, it has to be about something. Now I get it. I just got it this year. That was eight years ago. I'm so glad you got it. I'm so glad you you, you listened to them prophetic words that was being speaking over your life. I was I was shocked because I didn't even know what a prophet was. I didn't. I've never. I didn't know anything about God. Mm-hmm. Anything. I didn't know what a prophet was. I never seen nobody prophesy. I never. I didn't know anything. Didn't even know what the word warfare meant. So let's talk about these bars because <sighs> I, we got to talk about these bars. This is the fun part. So I want you to pick one of your songs. Give me eight bars from that song, and then after you rap them eight bars, tell me the meaning of the lyrics. Oh, I'm gonna do Cold World. But it's a Cold World. But it's a. They would never believe what I done seen. I put on my belief in God, you see. Cause I remember back when Bally taking baths, then living in the trap. I ain't never feel attractive. And I never thought I'd make it out. Cause all I knew was that, and this was never in my route. Reminiscing about the times when I was sleeping on the couch. Birds chirping, fiends lurking, they was coming in and out. And I was running in that route. Either play ball or you slang. That became a normal thing. Ain't no doctors in the hood cause we gave in to what we seen. Ain't no hugs when you fall down cause we don't talk about that pain. We just laugh about our trauma while we pass around the dang. So, oh yeah, okay, this is gonna be fun. That. It's gonna be fun. So at the beginning, I'm like, I said, cause I remember back when barely taking baths then living in the trap. I ain't never feel attractive. So many people that think it's cool. You think you think this cool? I ain't never felt that. I ain't never felt cool. Cause I ain't have nothing. You see what I'm saying? Like, people, they don't even know what is really... You don't even understand what's going on in the hood. Right. So, and I said that, too. 
Most of y'all don't really know what happens in the hood. Yet every song I hear you say, you got it out the mud. I can sense your energy. You never met a plug. My mama in the projects doing better than she was. Like, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm sorry. Now I'm, no, no, I'm getting on bars. But yeah, man, so it's like, so it's like, you you think this cool. It's not. I've never felt attractive. Not this for two reasons. I never had anything. I didn't have nice things. I didn't have, I, I was very insecure about where I came from. Because, like I said, barely taking baths. We didn't have water. We didn't even have running water. So, so I was very insecure. I ain't never feel attractive. Also, you know, and then the other side is where you think it's cool, but this is what really happens in the mm-hmm. But anyway, um, the part about, uh, we just laugh about our trauma while we pass around the thing. Well, that's those are obvious bars. Right, right. But it, I felt that. It felt good. No, I felt real good. Yeah. And it was real. Yeah, it was real. That was very simple, but those was, yeah. I'm trying to give you something to break down, but I ain't. No, that's good. Yeah. Because that's what we but that's what we do though. Like that's what where I'm from for years. I had to be high. I had to be high. Just to function. And we would just sit back and like literally laugh at like, man, you remember that time? <laughs> Traumatic situations. You shouldn't be la- I w- I shouldn't have been laughing at some of the stuff I was laughing at. But that's the only way you know how to deal with the pain. Exactly. What's next, sis? What's next? I don't even I don't even know. Cause I know any day like people like I'll be like, man, I wanna go on tour. I wanna go on a tour. And that's what I'm like kinda dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. Trying to get in shape and stuff, do my tour. Mm-hmm. I don't know, sure I could be in on tour and like the rapture could have it, hell boom, have the crowd go. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> I think you need to do what you need to do. Definitely. Yeah, if you nah. want to go on tour, go on tour, sis. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff that I want to do, and I think it's going to happen. Um, I also have some really great opportunities in store. I can't I can't even talk about them because it's like other, you know, other situations. Absolutely. I'll get you back on. We'll talk about it another time. Right. It's amazing. It's a, Just know it's amazing. Okay. It's amazing. Tell the people how to connect with you, how to follow you on all your social media platforms, yes. and introduce your latest single, too, as well. Um, Reese Lachey everywhere. That's R-E-E-C-E-L-A-C-H-E. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, all that. Reese Lachey. Um, my new single, Call. It's popping, yo. Yeah, like, ring, ring, ring. <laughs> Keep it locked. You're tuned in to The Fix. You know The Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, rocking with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. And listen, mm-hmm. let's uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> let's talk about the, uh, the latest news, Dice. What we got going on? Man. Well, we were talking about uh, Rob Elementary School. Is it uh, Uvalde or Uvalde, Texas? Where we have a, um, what's his name? Salvador Ramos killed 18 children and three adults. And I was just reading the article uh, right before we came on. Two, two police officers were also shot, but he also killed his grandmother before he went to the school. So we're, we're here talking about it. It's heavy news. And like we said on the intro, man. Our hearts go out to the families, to the school, to the community. Like this is devastating. It's it's just a small, small community. So, you know, when things like this happen across the world, we are all affected. 
we are all changed. We are all made aware of the need for something different to happen. And I, I don't want to say what I feel should personally happen right now, but I think we know at this point something has to change. Like, I don't even, we just had a, the shooting in Buffalo. So there's just this thing going around right now where people have a disregard for other people's lives. And I think we need to discuss these on on all platforms all across the world, like the value of, of human life. I don't know. I, I, th- I think I'm going to appreciate this conversation that we're going to have today because it is about guns, but it's more about mental health and it's mental health awareness month like we are right back on another subject that involves a person's mental health as we know you know um people people are the ones that pick up the guns and and do harm to people like yes the guns are are the object but it's just like it seems like some people are in in some weird states nowadays where they just they, they just don't respect people and and life so we want to talk about the whys and the wins and what's causing that, you know, or what we think is causing that. And what, what can we do to change lives being lost as kids lives being taken, like children who haven't even had an opportunity to figure out what they want to do in life. Like what is really causing people to rob them of that, to rob the families of watching their kids grow up? Like it's a it's a serious thing. And uh, we we all are gonna have to contribute to this. This is a this is a worldwide conversation that we we're gonna have to have uh, for things to change and things need to change. No, what are I your agree. thoughts? Yeah. So no, I, listen. You said so much uh, when, I, so, when I first read this uh, article. <sighs> of course, uh, like everybody else, uh, just shocked, tired of hearing this. But one thing that stood out to me, off the top, the man shot his own grandma. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking, like, if you can go, like, I don't know, I'm not sure, I didn't see in the article whether he stayed with his grandmother or he just visited his grandmother, just kind of said that, you know, he shot his grandmother. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, though, like, to shoot your grandmother, your mother, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just trying to think what goes through your head mm-hmm. that makes you snap. And just go to that act of violence. Like, I don't know. I, I just can't even think of anything outside of. I'm be honest with you. I, the first thing I told, told my wife, I said, I just feel like that's a demonic presence over that person. I just can't understand logically. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get that mental health is a real thing. I'm yeah. not downplaying it. I'm not. Yeah. I don't know where he's at with his mental state. But I think it's more than just that mental state. I think it's a demonic presence that takes over a person to do an act like this? Well, obviously we don't want to debate uh, the biblical and the spiritual things on this show. I like, I, but, but what I'm going to say is, yes, you're right. But the only way a spirit ever takes over is the, the flesh has to allow it. So there, ha- there has, there, so there has to be something there first that says, I'm good with this. You know, like, yeah, the spirit will come. Hey, you need to go over there and do A, B, and C. But you have to have already had a seed sown or felt validated or you, you know what I'm saying? Like you just that far off where you receive, you receive it. And then you start to listen to that particular voice. So, so I think, 
this this thing right here is both. It's definitely a spirit. You got to be far off. I mean, my grandmother is the best. Like my brain, my brain is like I can't even comprehend this. Like I, 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 don't, I don't even know how the fan. I mean, I'm sure the families are still in shock. Like I don't know how you were when you had your daughter focused, but you know, definitely when I had my son, and my husband often tells me about you know each kid that popped out. There's just this you're in love you know like there's this thing where you're like you know you got to protect them and you know man i'm gonna have to lay down my life to take care of this thing you know and so you know i remember you know for me and i'm just gonna throw this out here and uh because i talk about it all the time like um my i had had an abortion before i had my son and i prayed to god to give me another child because i didn't want to have it but the situation that we were in this is my previous marriage <clears throat> he, my husband wasn't supportive and i just remember that feeling of it was it was it was it was a it was like yeah you're a murderer congratulations you know and i walked around carrying that forever <clears throat> and i prayed for my son and i think that's the closest feeling that i could ever have concerning these parents that have lost their child you know like um, they lost them, you know, not, it wasn't their fault. You know, I, I lost mine because I, I picked it. And so I can, I can't identify all the way, but I can, I can get really close on the emptiness and the sadness, you know, of, of what it is. But I, I mean, my heart just goes out to them. Like even with my son, when I did have my son, I, I gave him right back to God, like in, like immediately it was like, he's yours because I, I knew in that moment that, um, yeah, I could have this kid and raise this kid and try to protect this kid. But at the end of the day, this is God's, this is God's child. This child has his own life. It has its own destiny, own journey. It has its own thing it's going to do in this world. And I can't, like, I can get attached. Yeah, I can love him. But I have to know that I don't know what's going to happen in this kid's life. And I just, I remember that moment so vividly because, you know, I was, I was tapped in. I was like, man, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you can pray and I mean, the truth, the truth of the matter is you just don't know. I mean, you want the best for him. And this is ridiculous. This right here. And and listen, the guy's not alive. Somebody killed him. Uh, the guy who uh, it was like a, a, somebody on patrol. Um, he came and he, you know, he took the guy out um, so he couldn't do any more damage. But it's beyond sad. You know what I mean? Like, I would never wish this on anybody like in the same breath, I would never wish for anybody to ever have an abortion. And not unless it was going to, you know, cause them to die, you know, or the child, like, you know what I'm saying? Not, not unless it was like, it, you have to do this. I would never wish this on anybody. And so for me, it touches me in a different way is all I'm trying to say. Like, it's, it's tough. It's tough to hear. It's tough to see. And honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you get over it other than walking with the Lord. Cause I mean, the anger, I mean, this is, it just makes me mad. Like just thinking about it. You know what I mean? Like, so I'll put it out there like that. <clears throat> and uh, that's, that, that's just, that's just how I feel about it. It's tragic. It's so tragic um, for sure. No, it's very tragic. <clears throat> I'm wondering, do you think the, the gun laws should change? And when I say that, cause I feel like a lot of people who have guns, shouldn't have shouldn't have guns <laughs> especially if you have some form of documented mental health condition if that makes sense 
But ain't nobody like, checking for that. I no, that's that's my yeah. so that's my question. So like, yeah. should that be something that we start checking for? Because to your point, I agree. I do think some mental health, it, something you don't just snap and just go do this. Like, no, this is something that's been happening and building up to this. Like, you get signs of you know kids who struggle with anger and not being able to uh, control their anger. Like, I, you know, I saw it growing up. You know, with in my neighborhood within the schools yeah. i went to so like you see this behavior happening and building up to this point i'm so old school bro i'm sitting here like when we took prayer out of schools facts when we when we when it was like you can't beat your kids or, or discipline them it has to be this way like when you gave the power and, and this is me on my my true jesus like not to say I don't need people out here beating their kids, but what I'm saying is when you empower children to think that they know better or that their opinion matters way more than yours and they are not even age 21, they're not going to make good choices. Like, I don't think gun laws need to change. We talk about this all the time. My my stepdad, lieutenant on the sheriff's department, you know, we we up here 15 in the clip, like, like at the dinner table, you know, whatever, Smith & Wesson, you, you name it, like. Guns but were fine. Guns were fine. Go ahead. Di- that's different, though. It's, you, you're talking about a trained, I get a that trained individual. But what I'm saying is, to somebody who does not understand but even what be- they're doing. But even before that, Bernie Bernie Williams married Bernie Grissett, my mom, Alice Grissett, like double barrel shotgun, right up in the in the corner. One's by the back door. You got a forty. You got a forty five. You got a thirty eight. Like they're in the buffet, one's under the mattress. We knew about guns. The, I don't want to sit here and act like it's the guns. Like I, I, this is just my true heart. You know, I grew up with guns. We did not touch the guns. You knew where the guns were. If some, if an adult said, "Here's my coat," and you were going to hang it up, you knew to be careful. It was probably a gun in the pocket. Like, like, shout out to Indiana. Like, I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny right now, but it's like. There is a community that is super responsible with weapons. Like they, they don't, they're not out here trying to go shoot up kids at a school. They just like, if you come in my yard, if you come in my door, if you try to break in my window, it's a problem for you. So I'm, I'm a hundred percent for weapons. I'm, I am not out here like, Oh, that needs to change. But I, I mean, what I, I think the change is the mental health piece where, like you were saying, like, Maybe we need to check to see if people have a record first because it's not the guns that's killing folk. It's just, it's the people. Like it's, it is somebody who they have nothing in their mind, nothing in their heart. That's the people that's out here murdering folk. Cause here's the thing. Guns are going to be a thing from here to the day Jesus come back. Okay. So we're going to have to get used to that. And here's the thing. People that are off are going to be here to the day that Jesus come back. So it's kind of like you got to be like, okay, well, what are we going to do about keeping these out of the hands of people who can't handle them? I think that's where we are. Yeah, we got laws where, you you know, you, if you got certain guns, they got to be in a safe. They, they let me, Air quotes. They should be in a safe. I just, I think it's more on the mental health. I think it's more on the spiritual side. I think it's people like we and this is how I feel. Y'all ain't got to agree. With, nobody has to agree with me. But all I'm saying is I've lived a life where everybody knew where guns were. Everybody knew the guns. Everybody knew what bullet. Nobody was killing people. Nobody even wants to kill people. But it's like, I feel I have the right. I feel like I need to be able to protect myself, my home. 
I feel like if somebody ever think they won't come violate, they're going to be limping when they leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing wrong with that to me. There's nothing wrong with that, you know, but some people are not able to handle guns in their homes. I know people right now that can't have guns in their house because they 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 mentally they're mentally unbalanced, emotionally unbalanced. So they don't know how to separate when it's uh, life or death or I'm just mad right now, you know. Um, so, no, I I I'm. I don't know. I'm I'm cool with the guns. I'm not cool with maybe how they're rolled out. You know how pe- people have access uh, to weapons. I'm not I'm not cool with that. So maybe that's what needs to change. Like all these uh, they're called ghost guns. You know where you can order all the parts in the mail. So you're not ordering the gun, but you order the part separate and you put it together. Like that's a whole another thing right now. Where that you know we were wondering like how do these kids get guns? Well, heck, they can just order it piece by piece and then put it together. Mm. So so. Yeah. No, they didn't go and buy AK, uh, AK-47. Sorry. <clears throat> they didn't go buy AK-47, but they ordered all the parts so they could put it together. So it's like, it's it's not, I hate to say it's not on us, but it is definitely on these uh, these manufacturers. Like, the like you should never send out a part to a gun unless, like, it should be a, a repair that goes straight to the uh, gun shop. Like, you should never be able to send stuff out to people in the mail. You know, I, I mean, and here's the thing. If you own if you own a weapon, you don't mind if it's registered and you know that it's legit. You don't mind going to the gun shop and saying, I need a new, you know, I'm going to change the wood out. You know, I want the wood grain. I want the, you know, I want the pink carbon. Like, I want a scope. Like, you don't have a problem with going to a shop to get your piece. But the problem is that stuff can come into the, it comes in the mail. It's a money game. Let's just talk about it. It's money. So that's why I'm saying like the guns aren't going to go away. It is definitely about money. And I know I'm wired and tense about this, but that's the fact. That's the truth. That is the fact. Guns ain't going away. We're going to have to work on people, hope, faith. Like we have to work on mental health and we have to do it together because it's not a certain type of person that's getting injured. There are a lot of people getting injured and it's, Listen, guns are not, they're not racist. Okay. Bullets are not racist at all. So. Listen, you're tuned into The Fix, your source <clears throat> of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Um, we're talking about the uh, tragic uh, shooting at Robb Elementary in Texas. Listen, we got to go to break. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. <clears throat> you tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You tune back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, right here on Holy Culture Radio. Sirius XM channel 154 stop playing DJ focus dice gamble and listen we uh have been talking about the tragic shooting at Rob Elementary in uh Texas um that left 18 um dead um how many injured was it was it three so it's it's actually uh it's actually 21 people dead it's 18 18 children three adults right. yeah so it's that number it just climbed like when it first came out it was 14 children and it just kept going man and i mean obviously we're going to be following it and keeping up with it and it's sad and like our hearts go out to everybody who has been affected by this this is not something that should happen ever so you ever, brought up ever, some ever. dice before yeah. we went to yeah. break mm-hmm. healing yeah when you talk about the not only the, the households or the families that lost loved ones, mm. but also I would argue the shooter's family. Man. Like I could I couldn't even imagine 
if this was my cousin or if this was my brother and he just literally shot my grandmother. Yeah, like, yeah. Anybody yeah. who's a bloodline of the shooter, like yeah. I, I would I would be like, I, I don't know what I would say. I was saying it's funny, but it's not funny. But I was reading a tweet about um, the Brooklyn uh, event that happened just right before this. And somebody made a tweet. They said, yeah, um, only in America are the families not are the families not punished. Like are the shooters family not punished? But when you go across the pond or the water, the families who are connected to the shooters always get punished because there is this it's a shameful thing so there's this thing like okay let somebody in your family go out here and do that the whole family is going to be locked up the whole family is going to lose whatever they have the whole family will be in jail like the whole family will be stoned the whole family like i do think that over here in america we are kind of lenient on these folk like i i don't want to see anybody die but i'm sitting here like man there needs to be something put in place, I think, that will make people think first. Like, you know, hmm, I, I, I don't know. I, th- I think we do need stricter laws concerning people being able to purchase a weapon. I think there's some other things that need to be added in there. Like, are they on any meds? Have they been locked up? You know, are they under therapy? Are they Are they going through something right now? Like, I think those files need to be shared together when a person is applying for a weapon i think that will help i think that'll be helpful um but the mental health piece man we just we gotta do better we just have to do better talking to people and i i was i was on a rant before we went on break about how i was raised where you were taught about the weapon you were shown the weapon like you were taught the proper way to handle it the proper situation and I don't know if that happens when people buy guns nowadays. Like, is anybody going home talking to the whole family? You know what I mean? Like, no. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's like this disconnect of of whoever has the weapon. Like, are, are we sharing with everybody like what this thing can do and how it can change lives and in the worst way? You know, so I, I don't know. I just feel like the educational piece is missing when you can buy, you know, like when you're buying something. I'm sitting here like maybe, maybe I need to take a two month class first. And then bring your whole family in. Let them take the class with you. And then let's talk to your therapist or your psychiatrist too. I don't know. It just, I don't know how we're going to stop it. I'll be, I'll be real to you. Like, you know, like I said, guns aren't going to stop getting produced. They're not going to stop getting uh, uh, bought and sold. So we, I think we need to work on the people piece and then the community. And like you said, churches. And we have to start helping people's mind and, and hearts like, so that they don't feel like they could just take another life. That's ridiculous. This, you know what? This is why, you know, and, and once again, I don't know everybody in my community, but I think too, community involvement is very important. I just feel like there, there were signs. I just really do. I know I keep saying that, but I just feel like we need to know who is living within our communities. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that's a very powerful thing. And I'm not even talking about just like the church community. I'm talking about literally like your community. Like, mm. you know, I, you don't have to be like involved in like the neighborhood watch type deal, but like you should know who lives on your block, you know. But I mean, that, that but listen, focus that let's talk about the Brooklyn shooting. The brother drove three hours. So it ain't was, about yeah. who's in my community. It's about, no, it's about who got their mind right. 
we need folk to be in their right, correct mind. And all I'm trying to say is we've spent a lot of time. I never forget just like when I was young, you know, we used to say the Pledge of Allegiance and we used to, like I said, have prayer. There used to be disciplines. And I promise you, as soon as all that stuff changed, these kids really got empowered to feel like they could just do whatever they want to do in life. And I'm not saying bring it back. I'm not trying to live in the past. All I'm saying is I think some things were loosened in a way where it was just like, man, these parents are not disciplining disciplining their children at home. And to your point, you do need to know who's living in your community. And if there is somebody in your house that you feel needs some help, don't second guess that. Um, do not second guess that. Like if they need help, we're going to get them to the help. I don't care if you got to, you know, make that phone call, have somebody come get them. Like, that's why we have to be a better community. I think that is the only way we're going to change, you know, but and I'm not going to get into how I feel about these school shootings concerning race, because I don't want people to think I'm a racist. I'm looking at some percentages right now and nobody's talking about that. What, what, What percentages are you talking about? Okay, let me go. So 68. This is on the. Tista.com. Number of mass shootings in the United States between 1982 and May 2022 by shooters, race, or ethnicity. And this is something that is touchy for folk because here's the thing every time black people kill black people, then everybody talk about black people. <clears throat> 68 white people have done a school shooting, 68 as compared to 20 black. As compared to 10 Latino, 8 Asian, 5 other. So you said 68%? 68. Or, or, no, 68 or, people, people. People. Okay. Since, since 1982. <clears throat> okay. Right. And you said 22 black and 10 Latino? 20. 20. 20, 20, 20 black. Okay. 10, and 20 black, 10 Latino, 8 Asian. Okay. You know, okay. And I want to say this. Like, every time something happens in a hood, it's always put back on us. You feel me? It's always thrown back on, like, we have to figure out what's going on. And so I'm like, (laughs) somebody need to figure out what's going on because the percentages are off. Okay. They're off. So, so, so to your point, you're saying just keep it honest both ways. Cause we, we yes, keep it honest both ways. Black on black crime, black on black black crime shootings go on. But when school shootings and stuff happen, the percentages for what you just reported I'm just are saying, higher with higher. Uh, white males they are. shooting they're, up schools they compared are. to anybody else. So why why are we not talking about that too? You know, like it's it's I'm just saying, like, I don't want this to be a biased situation. Like mm-hmm. come on, man. Like we got to talk to our PR, talk to our people about why they feel empowered to do that so yeah so yeah so when you're when your sons are out here running around doing the absolute most i want to see that you are creating groups community centers having meetings to talk about your kids and what they doing and why they doing it you feel me so that's that's all i'm saying is like man we got to stop doing this first of all kids lives are being lost second of all and i know some people like it's not about race Okay. I hear you. It's not about race, but let's talk about access to to different types of automatic weapons and things like that. Let's talk about that. You know, then we're going to get down to race because it's going to definitely come down to money. 
And then every time we get into the money, we already know who got more money. Like this is not up for debate. So I'm just, so I'm just saying like, it's a, it's a rabbit hole. Like once you, you know, so it's like when you, when you, like you, you offered the question up when we got started, like, how do we fix and change this? It's like, <laughs> let's talk to who we ain't making no guns in the hood. We not, we are not making guns in the hood. Okay. We just not. So let's figure out, you know, who's in power and we gotta, we gotta deal with that. So like I said, it's no, tough. I, no, I agree. Uh, you brought up some key points. One, it needs to stop on both sides. I, I do agree mm-hmm. with you wholeheartedly. I, I definitely, I, I'm always talking to, um, whether I'm in the, you know, whether, where I'm at, you know, barbershop, usually a lot of this conversation comes up in barbershop talk, uh, especially when we, you know, go back into our communities, you know, how can we build our communities back up? Yeah. How can we stop the, you know, the gun violence on black on black? I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm always talking about that. Um, I, I never really looked at it until you just pointed out the perspective of why is it that, you know, why huh? people are not talking what? about uh these shootings and these kids and well, yeah, yeah oh, I'm, just, a, I'm just i'm just saying a fresh I, perspective i think both sides need to be talked about and they both need to be do. dealt with i'm not i'm not taking any sides on any of that because it needs to stop uh it, it's it, it, it's listen it's I'm, I'm sick of it it just needs to stop so yeah to your point we, we need to address these issues and of course we know only certain media outlets are going to report what they want to report and say what they yeah. want to say because they're controlled that's mm-hmm. let, let's be real we we know they're controlled by the masses mm-hmm. because to your point it does go back to money mm-hmm. <laughs> who, well, can, who can pay for the come story on, who can pay for the narrative to be, to be changed that's why i'm always upset um, when, you know, the political race starts up again every four years, every two years, two and four years, it's like always, all right, whoever has the most money, that narrative will be pushed. I'm just being honest. <laughs> right. And it's always like that. And I, and I always struggle with that. But yes, I think, um, we got to get better. We, we do, we do have to get better. And here's the thing. I'm on Wikipedia, I'm on Wikipedia right now because I want to make sure that, you know, people know it's not just one thing that creates this person who feels they can violate families and take young children's lives like it's people who um maybe their family dynamic was jacked up they didn't have supervision or anybody to teach them they are uh, a victim of bullying you know like or they feel like they're fighting for a certain cause you know some type of injustice or they have mental illness you know or they just were raised in violence you know then some of these kids have taken influences from literature and movies, um, like beliefs. So there's a lot in there. That's why it's important to talk to children. I think about Jesus personally, but definitely about the balance that they should have mentally in their heart and their mind and their soul, faith, the importance of life and how to respect other people's lives. You got to you gotta talk to them early. We have to get better with the kids. We have to talk more. It's some more exposure that needs to happen. And then as parents, we can't just be naive. Like, yeah. I agree. And I think we, we need to get back to <clears throat> interceding. I, I, I really believe in prayer. I think us as saints and believers, we need to start making sure we add that to our prayer uh, request mm-hmm. more often. I think we yeah. wait till these mass shootings to happen before we mm-hmm. start praying and interceding more 
but I, I know I, I'm guilty of it too as well. I told my wife, I say, listen, I, I'm going to make sure I add that to my constant prayer mm-hmm. because this, it, it, I, like I say, I just really feel like it's demonic. I really feel like you, mm-hmm. you remember the, the Denzel movie. Um, what was the Denzel movie? Mm-hmm. I was back in the day. Um, where the demonic spirit was jumping in and out of people. Oh, people not Bill. Uh, no, it was, it was Denzel Washington. Um, Tom Arnold from Roseanne was in it. But there was a there was something called Fallen. A, Fallen. Yes, Fallen. Yeah, that Fallen. was insane for people who are not spiritual or they're not Christian. When I meet people and I try to talk about the spirit, like the different spirits, the spirit of the Lord, spirit of the enemy. Um, the way that I've always explained it was. Have you ever walked in a room and somebody had just finished arguing or something happened? And as soon as you walked in there, you felt this weird feeling, you know, mm-hmm. or, or now you now you now you mad. You don't even know why you mad because you're like, I wasn't mad. <laughs> I do. I wasn't mad when I came in here. But now I'm I'm irritated for some reason. And energy transfers like this is it's just a natural law. Like people want to make it so spiritual. It's, it ain't even the, the energy transfer ain't spiritual. You know, the spirit in there is very spiritual. But what I'm trying to say is like, um, who was it? Uh, energy is neither created nor destroyed. Um, who's your boy? Uh, uh, is it Albert Einstein? Oh, gosh, I don't maybe Google it. But the point is, it's not. So it, even if I'm sitting here and I knock a book over, the energy that I, I pushed the book, the energy went into the book, the book fell. Like that's it's the same way with us. You know, and definitely you, you and I both know we have run across people where they just don't feel Mm-hmm. you'll be sitting there like and I tell my husband all the time I'm like man I don't know and you just be shaking your head like it's not the person didn't even do anything to you but it's just your gut feeling the Holy Ghost in you is like something is off right now or you know you hear the spirit the spirit of the Lord never fails you like this is one thing I like about the Holy Ghost we talk about the Holy Ghost over here all the time it's instant and it's straight directly to the point turn left turn right leave pick that up nope go like the holy ghost don't play it is not debated and this is how you know the difference between the enemy's voice and the holy ghost the holy ghost is direct and instructional always because it's there to protect you lead you guide you this is a gift from god you know and the enemy's voice is just on some other okay on some absolute foolery some suggestive foolery so energy man it can transfer and it is important to be prayed up you know, covered by the blood, focus on your word, full of the word and aware, you know, like not letting things come into your ear gates and your eye gates and just watching everything and listening to everything because these spirits, they do transfer, you know, not for you to be afraid, but for you to be knowledgeable. Like, you know, that's why the Bible says, don't lay any hands on any man swiftly unless you become a partaker of his sins because you don't know what the heck people are into. So you want, you know, you want to kiki and be all buddy with people that you just meet. It's like, you don't know nothing about them. And you don't, you're going to be there and got yourself in trouble or something that they have going on on the inside of them can easily come and start to pull at your heartstrings. And now you, now you want to be marching and tearing up stuff for no reason, you know? So we got all these armors that we can put on to cover ourselves daily. So I'm praying people get in their word. I don't like seeing these headlines. This is so frustrating. But it is a huge reminder. Like, we need God now more than ever. More than, more than, more than ever. That's real. Listen, uh, DJ Focus and Dice Gamble, we got to go to break. We'll be right back. Mm -hmm. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. You're tuned back into the fix. 
your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, right here on SiriusXM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, and Dice Gamble. And listen, saddest part of the show, Dice. It always is, bro. It's like, man, we don't want to, but we gotta go. But we'll be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. To do it again. Yes. Hopefully you guys Absolutely. come along with us too, for sure. Listen, make sure you guys are following us on all social media platforms at The yeah. Fix Radio Show. Um, that's D-A-F-I-X-X Radio Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter, TikTok, IG, Facebook. Yeah. Just just follow us on all all our platforms. We're getting ready to do a giveaway real soon too as well. So you got to follow us on our social media platforms for the giveaway. Um, that's going to be hot. Um, definitely shouts out to, um, shouts out to my brother Hans. Come on. Hans. So, um, he is doing a red carpet event in Philadelphia, uh, actually this upcoming weekend, mm-hmm. um, for the Jesus Saves movie. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely want to shout him out. It is going down at New Covenant campus. Um, and that address is 7,500. Uh, Germantown Avenue, and that's in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely go to um, Jesus Saves the Movie um, dot com for all of uh, the info for this event. But definitely, if you're in the Philly area, definitely pull up. This event is going to be super dope. Listen, the truth is going to be there. Ambassador is going to be there. Uh, listen, Jafia Life. I ain't heard Oof. no bars from Jafia Life. Now. I'm come I'm on, upset come, I can't come. pull up. So, yeah, you definitely want to uh, make sure you are at this screening for this red carpet uh, event as well as a screening of the movie. And they're going to have a concert afterwards. So this what? is going to be yeah, it's a power pack. Power, power pack event. So definitely shouts out to Han Soul for putting on a dope event. Um, definitely, like I say, go to uh, Jesus uh, Saves the Movie dot com for mm. all of the info. Mm. Listen, the Holy Smoke uh, event is coming up too as well. Holy so Smoke. shouts out to uh, yeah, no big deal and his whole team. Man, uh, they always do a, a super great job every year with the Holy Smoke Festival that yeah. is going down in Atlanta. And um, I believe it's going down this Saturday too as well. So I believe tickets are still on sale. Um, go to No Big Deals um, IG or John Keith or mm-hmm. DJ Michael V. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, any yeah. one of the Indie Tribe members. Uh, yeah. You go to their uh, social media platforms. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they got the link in the bio for that. Sure. Definitely want to shout out our brother uh, Jay Williams. Um, the Gospel Hip Hop Awards went down last weekend, as well as our brother One K Few. Uh, the birthday bash. Just definitely want to shout them out again. I had a great time in Atlanta last weekend. Uh, just made a lot of great connections, networking, interviews. Super dope. Me and Dice got so much content that's coming, Come man. On, Y'all, man. we on. can't even keep up with it, man. Come we're trying on. to get the people what they want, but we're going to be rolling out this content oh, and rolling out this content and uh, just rolling out this content. So, yeah. <laughs> No, seriously, it's just going to keep rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling. Rolling, rolling. Yeah. <laughs> we want to just make sure that we, we, you know, if we can, we want to be at all the dope events mm-hmm. uh, to report, to uh, get exclusive interviews, to just build. We, we, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get off this. What? Uh, right. what, what? We, no, no we need to. No, we need to build better within the Christian hip hop community. I okay. really feel like we don't network and build relationships like we should. Mm-hmm. So I really want us to 
you know, for this year, the rest of this year, let's start getting better at building. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start getting better with helping promoting events, mm-hmm. being at events. Mm-hmm. And hey, how about this? Why don't you help out at the event? You know, cool. I, I think sometimes we feel like if we're not running the event, we can't go and, and, and uh, be a part. Mm-hmm. Listen, we are believers. We represent mm-hmm. the body and mm-hmm. we're stronger in numbers. Let's mm-hmm. start thinking that way, ladies and gentlemen. So I just want to say that Let, let's, let's start building up and helping each other at these events and promoting and pushing these events like we should be pushing them. So yeah, that's it. That's all I want to say. Listen, shouts out to, um, Reese, Reese Lachey. Lachey. Yeah. Um, super dope interview. Um, <laughs> just, just thoughts on, you know, what was your thoughts on some of the uh, interview, uh, points that she, uh, put out there, uh, Dice? I mean, well, first of all, she's dope. Shout out to all the ladies. You already know how I feel about the girls, bro. Like the girls, they're more amazing to me. It's no disrespect to the fellas, but the girls, they have it harder. Let's just be honest. So the fact she's, she's killing it with the bars. I think, I don't know how many beats she's made, but I know she'd be out there cutting up on the, on the, on the piano. The fact that she, she's just in with the crew right now. Like they just, they respect her because she's putting out great content, great songs. If you guys follow her on Instagram, I mean, I think she got something on there every single day. I don't even want to talk about her clothing brand. Like she's a whole entrepreneur. I mean, obviously her story is great. She's been through the fire. The Lord has brought her through it all and she's quick to talk about uh, the goodness of God. So anytime you run across a female artist like that, y'all need to be supporting in every single way. Like, like, follow, share her stuff, you know, buy her clothes, you know, like when she's dropping these one-offs, like run the numbers up. I want more support for the women in Christian hip hop. I want more support for women, period. But definitely the women who are in any type of industry that is male dominated. And it's a lot of work to find your space and then be accepted by the, by the, by the squad. <laughs> so, I mean, she's oh, just dope. Real. She's, she's just dope. And listen, if y'all, if y'all missed it today, you can catch the replay tomorrow, holyculture.net, or you can catch the replay on the app, on the Holy Culture app for sure. Facts. Listen, um, don't touch that dial. Um, I, I don't know if y'all thought y'all was about to, you know what I'm saying, touch that dial, but I ain't going to tell y'all no more. Keep this station bumping all day. Yes. Listen, we got our, we got our yes. sister Raina Day coming up next Come on with the now. daylight show. Listen, tap in with her. And then we got the, the, the general coming up after mm-hmm. her trig. Mm-hmm. Come on. You know what I'm saying? What it be's like coming up after trig. Come and on. then we got Wado Radio. Tap in Tap all in. day with Channel 154 right here on mm-hmm. Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. We have great, great show. Listen, I ain't going to hold y'all, but we are the dream team. Y'all can Come say on. what y'all want. We the Ooh. dream team. Ooh. We got content all Ooh. day. And the, and the thing I love about it, we all have, we got a show for everything. Yeah. There's not one thing that we don't touch on. If you You're listen right. to our station all yeah. day, we going to touch on every everything. single thing you will want to talk about. You Facts. Right. Business talk, fun turn up stuff, music, exclusive mm-hmm. interviews, exclusive mm-hmm. content. Listen, mm-hmm. that's what we got. So listen, tell a friend, tell a friend who tell a friend who tell, tell a friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tell Share a friend, it. Tell a friend. Yeah, that's what they say. That is the best uh, way to promote anything. They're like, man, one good review, somebody will tell 10 people. So, you know, hopefully you guys are having a good experience here. I know we are. <laughs> I know we are. So I'm Absolutely. enjoying it. And, uh, you know, I pray that you guys, you know, are definitely staying safe out there. You know, I pray you're protected and, uh, hopefully, you know, you got some good gems out of today's, today's talk. Yeah. 
kings and queens have a, a great productive thursday we'll be right back tomorrow you already know what it is friday is our fire 10 review so listen tap mm-hmm. in with us and listen i ain't gonna <laughs> hold y'all but we might have an exclusive little interview with uh reach rec reach records founder you know what i'm Uh-oh. saying lecrae you know Uh-oh. we might have a maybe a little conversation with lecrae <laughs> y'all don't know you might want to tap in with us on friday we're just saying you know what i'm saying <laughs> remember stay focused on turning your negative into a positive yeah jesus is the answer kingdom advancement mm-hmm. the fix is in we out peace y'all